So I think that's question here about uh, intelligence and software robotics. To which level do you think the developers of robotics are intelligent? And also I'm curious, what's your definition? Or when you say that that's really the intelligent or optimum intelligence for software robots? So I think when we when we think about intelligence with robots and, and soft mm -hmm. robotics in particular, it's is the is the the capacity for processing and understanding environment and task well suited to the task in the environment. Um, and so I think that that these questions about um, are we using morphological computation? Are we using central processing? Um, are highly application dependent um, mm -hmm. and highly dependent on whether or not soft robots currently have a high enough level of intelligence to to complete the task that we want them to complete. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If there's example, because I think most of our guests say that there's a problem, for example, in designing a reliable sensor for soft robotics. Do you think sensor design is still challenging in terms of the quality? And how do you see this kind of a challenge for designing sensing for soft robots? Yeah, so I think designing high quality and high accuracy sensors is still a challenge for soft robotics. Mm -hmm. um, there are several several sub challenges that I think about with my work, of course, um, the question of, of time dependent behavior that we touched on before. Yeah. Um, there's also specific specificity to a particular mode of deformation. Mm -hmm. um, so can we can we use sensors to provide some of that information about uh, bending versus strain? Um, and, and then as well as, of course, the repeatability question. So, yeah. you know, I can fabricate some number of these in my lab, but they're all going to have slightly different properties. And, and so how do we translate that to uh, a, a robot that may need uh, a very high density of these to understand um, the deformation of, of an actuator or mm -hmm. its contact with the environment? Yeah, yeah. I think there's also a question uh, I think you can uh, tell us about how, how we can embed emotion in soft robotics. For example, we hear sometimes uh, there's some uh, research about designing a robot that can fail pain. But I think I, uh, it sounds hot a little bit because I think pain is maybe different uh, from we can feel what is pain looks like. But do you think in soft robots we can um, design uh, material that could have sort of emotion that can feel pain. Do you think that something could be visibly done in uh, soft robots? It's a really interesting question. That it feels like there's a couple of levels to that. So mm. I think certainly through through a combination of, of materials and structure, you could build a robot that that understands self damage and interprets that as as pain or um, as counter to some objective. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's the then there's the second question of emotion about like what does that pain mean, yeah. um, or what does that that damage to self mean? Um, that I don't I don't know if we should or could design that into a robot. Um, and then of course emotions um, beyond pain about. Um, you know, how does how does the robot feel? Well, that's, hmm. yeah. I, I guess there are ways to communicate emotion based on on pose on on uh, yeah. physical position of the robot, 
um, that are really interesting, but I don't know how that might correlate to to processing mm-hmm. what the what the robot is actually doing. But why you said we should or could do that? Why do you think that? Um, so I think if we're t- if we're talking about a robot interacting with a person in some way, um, emotions like displaying inner state in some way to to a person that that mm-hmm. anthropomorphizes it um, certainly conveys more information and may convey it in a more visceral way than the robot saying um, I am confused here or um, something is mechanically wrong or yeah. I'm I'm stuck in a corner um, but I don't I don't know what it would mean mm-hmm. really for um, for that outward conveyance of like state to be to be integrated into um, an uh, like a, an artificial intelligence's yeah. emotions. Yeah, that's the deep point. Yeah, I like your point. Yeah. So going back to nonlinearities, because that, that's something Professor George White said, said that nonlinearities can bring opportunities to solve robotic like buckling. But I'm curious to ask you, then she had this uh, really. Um, expertise in the smart material and material design. So what kind of nonlinearities you can keep or remove for soft robots? Maybe beneficial and sometimes could be detrimental for soft robots. So how you can assess if this nonlinearities could be beneficial or detrimental for soft robots? Okay. So I think that um, if you are if you're designing and you're getting this nonlinearity, for for example, if um, if you're getting buckling, yeah, and uh, you you want the actuator to uh, survive under uh, or, or be able to to hold a particular load, that's undesirable behavior. But that same buckling behavior mm-hmm. might be really beneficial for a different type of actuator. Um, so I think understanding understanding the material and the mechanics when when making these actuators is um, critical to to understanding when those nonlinearities may be beneficial or may be detrimental. Yeah. 